bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. The world as we start up another edition of the Modern Eater Show live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Here we go on our local iHeart affiliate, 630KHOW. That's our mothership. And uh, every single week, here we are. Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, Little Rich Schneider, Dave Avery, the whole team, bringing a great show for you every Saturday evening right here. Your Rocky Mountain food and beverage team over here. I feel I think good. It's, it's awesome. Tonight, we've got some great guests. It's always, 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 always so fun to see Colleen. Oh, thank you. Oh, that great means to see a you lot. tonight with the ACF. I yeah. missed your smile, Brian. Ah, thanks. <laughs> there she is, the voice. If you can't see Brian's smile... Tune into Facebook Live so you can Thank see. You. Colleen, that was Greg's next on my agenda. Excellent. I like that. Tell there us we're go. live on Facebook, right? Yes, and Greg's beautiful pink striped shirt. Don't you like it? It's, this is really a visual thing as well <laughs> as listening on uh, 630K House. So it, it, feast your eyes. Is it too pink? No, it's perfect. Oh, no. Follow-up Easter, I think you've chosen the perfect yes. shirt tonight. Springtime exactly. in the Rockies. And, uh, again, all's well in the world is... We're in the Mile High City, and we have so many great things around us. And education has kind of been the theme for the past few weeks. And none better, the proper introduction, Colleen Ferreira, Colorado Chefs Association. And uh, the executive director role, what is it? Is this the fourth month? You're going almost into your fifth month here when May starts. And wow, what a beginning of the year, huh? We just took off. We took off running. We had to because there was no time to sit and learn. It was just, let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's reinvent what we're doing. And that's what we have been doing. And I love that you said education has been a theme because education is so near and dear to our heart. It always has been. It always will be with our apprentices and with two of our chefs here tonight. We train the future, and we're so proud to have the opportunity to do that every week in the classroom and then seeing these students. And can I say, a lot of the students, they wanted to come here tonight, but they're working, and they're so dedicated to their passion of being in the kitchen that they said, we can't call out work, Colleen. Can we come another night? (laughs) And I said, yes, you can, but we want to feature them, and uh, I just think it's funny that we're talking about them, but they're in their own kitchens, probably listen to the show, you know, in their sponsor houses, and... They're working so hard to make their dreams come true. And we're just here to support them. One of the things, Colleen, that's so cool about the ACF is life is learning, right? And we and and so the ACF isn't like just young people. It's such a great mix of everyone. Mm-hmm. Because at any part in our life, we should never hopefully have our cup full yeah. for bringing on new new information and new talents. Because I know lots of people that have found being a chef later on in life. And that's something so cool because the ACF is so welcoming to everyone. Everyone, we should never stop learning. And we have people in the program right now who are doing a career change. You know, maybe they've been an engineer or maybe they've been um, doing something else their entire life. And they're saying, you know what? I'm getting ready to retire, but I don't want to retire. I want to do something to really follow my passion. I love that. I'm going to go through the two-year apprentice program with uh, ACF. In Colorado, and we're going to see what I can do. And and we have people coming in from co- uh, colleges, from high schools. We have uh, people, maybe veterans that are coming in. We had a guy two years ago. I love his story. He made cakes in the army. <laughs> nice. And, he was and a baker went, in the yeah, army. Yeah, and then and you know, bake, bake cakes for all his men and women on the front line. And then he comes through our program. 
uh, when he comes back home to Colorado. So I know Chef Danny's up next to talk, but it's, it's inspiring to see people taking that next step. Cooking for anyone is so therapeutic. And everyone loves to that. cook, guys. Yes. Come on. Everybody loves it. So let's, why not do something about it? Let's do this. this so is, true. That's the voice of the executive director of the Colorado Chefs Association, Colleen Ferreira. Take a spin around there. Look at the lineup board. Let's set it up properly, Colleen. Got a great show tonight. Second hour. It's kind, it's kind of uh, spirits and local beer heavy, which I don't mind at all. And then we have uh, Charlie Gotten Kenny, which is... This guy forgot more about beer than I'll ever know. And love having him in the house. First hour, though, very, uh, I mean, here it is. We've got um, people that mean so much to the Colorado Chefs Association, and that education is what we want to push forward. Danny Flanagan from the ACFCCA and also works at, at Morningstar. We're going to talk to Danny, but I think culture is one of the big topics that we want to talk about. When you get into this industry, and one of the things that they do at the apprenticeship program of the Colorado Chefs Association is talk outside the lines. Talk about what it means to carry yourself in a way to where you are employable. How you can carry yourself from one job to the next. It's kind of one of those intangibles, but in an industry with so much turnover, it's very important to market yourself as a, as a person that you have your own brand. A hundred percent. And Danny's going to talk about that. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about that? You'll be on with us when Danny's on there. But do you have an initial thought about that, especially in this world of social media? Oh, it's incredible what you can do and and what you say and everything you do is under scrutiny. I think in this industry, magnified, right? We teach the fundamentals, right? The fundamentals of what you need to do to get that amazing job. But our mission with the Colorado Chefs Association as part of the big American Culinary Federation is really developing that individual. So we're really we're going beyond the chef. We are taking that individual and developing them for a role in the industry for the future. The, their self. I mean, they can have the fundamentals, but if you're going to go out there and market yourself and brand yourself and be more than a chef, be a good human being, you know, yeah. and a kind person, you want to have that top to bottom, bottom to top but, development. And it's interesting, Brian, you see it with Growers Organic, a, a corporation to where you have folks that are, you know, driving trucks or in in the coolers and they're, everybody's working. But what is it when you're looking to employ somebody? What what do you look for? What, what are they doing that conducts themselves in a way to where you just know they have that? I mean, even yeah. what they lack oh, it, in it's experience. It's a tough thing you to know ha- that find they someone well-rounded. Like that. I mean, I think that that's as we see it in the kitchen, because Colleen, to your point, you, you can have these technicals, you can know costing, mm-hmm. you can know how to cook. But there's another thing of how do you treat people? What kind of culture are you going to bring into your kitchen? And that's something that I think is really tough. And, you know, and the, we have a lot of people around, you know, also in the, in the mental health side of how do we stay strong mentally being a chef um, and and bring that kind of, of joy and really love, I think, back in the kitchen because food is so much about community and love. That's one of the things that I've always held dear is the fact that if you see, go to any party, go to anything, everything always gravitates towards the kitchen. And, and you know, it's just one of those things in life that once we start embracing food and embracing, this is where, you know, where we can socialize and how we can have culture and share the stories right around, you know, whether it's a great glass of wine, or an entire meal. I think it's something so important. And so that's the the end user, 
where we go and we enjoy a delicious meal and, and some libations. But you put a business to it and you're working with people and you need to figure out etiquette. Should I give my two weeks here? Should I jump to the next job that's going to give me 50 more cents in the kitchen? It's a very interesting dynamic. And one of the things that I find so cool is the real element that the Colorado Chefs Association brings with their network and their experienced chefs that talk about how, and I can't wait to catch up with Danny Flanagan in the next segment to do that. At 6.30 right here on 6.30 KHOW, an iHeartRadio station, we'll catch up with Christopher Moore, ACFCCA, Colorado Chefs Association. Again, another very seasoned chef. He's gone through the ropes and the Denver Museum of Nature and Science right now. It's funny. I was taking my kids there this yeah. weekend. Yeah. It's what a is, great place. Was it my idea to have an 80-degree day and have this grill <laughs> place? Oh, my goodness. If you can see this on Facebook, I think I'm sweating. No, it's bolts. a glow. Do you it's, want, it's a glow. I would like to see you glow, <laughs> Colleen. <laughs> Let's fine, switch fine, for the next segment. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Last with me. We could talk about behind the scenes. Anyway, just don't leave sweaty headphones for the next person. That was a problem. I'll try not Last to. week. We should get some hand wipes. Oh, inside baseball. I'll, I'll put it on the list. For, for the headsets. For the I headsets. think you're out of Jolly Ranchers, too, aren't uh, you? I want Colleen to do this. 645. There's Chito Ariola. Did you know Chito? He left his job at Las Delicias. Did you know that? I did know you that. You did know that. I got a personalized message uh, about it. It's a big deal. It he, is a big he deal. He was doing some great things for them. I'm sure they're sad to see him leave, but support him in his new venture. And Greg, yeah, tell him say, what it is. You, no, you pronounce that right there. I can pronounce it. Xylophone? La Social. La Social. Close, though. Yeah. Oh. It's La Sochi. La Sochi. Uh, I did oh, get it. Oh, there's no, the, the L is silent? But very, very close. TME update. We're going to talk about our road trip and summer dinner series. Then the Whiskey so Sisters right will be here. here. Uh, Stephanie and Felicia on mock. These guys, Mike's on right now, but that's okay. Um, Stephanie and Felicia on mock. They'll be on Whiskey Sister Supply. We've got uh, a couple of other great guests, and David and Stephanie Snyder from On Point Distillery. They'll be on along with Kevin Galava, friends and family, Calissa Heiber, and Goldsprout Brewing Company. That and more next. We'll take a break. We'll be right back live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. 
Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at SojournerBeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Little Rich here. It's the new year and we're all looking for ways to save money. Here's a tip I bet you didn't know about. Do what I do. Buy your natural gas wholesale. Instantly saving 10 to 12% off your gas bill every single month. Baby, that's some serious cash. Do what I've done for years and call Brian Rizzuto at Encore Energy today. The sooner you call, the sooner you save. Call Brian at Encore Energy. 720-245-5771. That's 720-245-5771. Save money on natural gas with Encore Energy. Okay, back to the show in just a moment. Rome Sausage right now, and it's uh, Chris Johnson. I was having a conversation with Danny Flanagan, who's up next here, and you said you've known Chris Johnson for years back when he was delivering produce. Yeah, I've known Chris since he was working for food brokers and selling everybody else's thing other than his own thing. He's doing a great job in sausage. And when we talk about hyper-local here on the show, I can tell you Rome Sausage. you got to look. There's a little number on the package of sausage that sometimes you don't know where your sausage is being made from. But you want to know how the sausage is made? Look for that little number. Google it. It'll tell you where that meatpacking plant is. Rome Sausage, there it is. Hyper-local sausage. Delicious, fresh to you. If you want to get a hold of Chris Johnson. I wanted to have his email, but I have his phone number. Call his cell phone. Um, Go to him direct, 303-296-7663. Wait a second, Greg. What's that number one more time? It's uh, Write it down, Brian. Just write it down. 303-296-7663. It's premium hyper-local sausage. You'll love it. Put his meat in your mouth. Chris Johnson and Rome Sausage. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Justin Brunson, Culture Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, she's going to bring us in, Colleen. Welcome back. Hi. 630K now, Modern Eater. How's it going tonight, guys? Going good. Yeah, if, you, if you're actually watching on Facebook Live, you notice we did a little shuffle. A switch. A switch. I was melting. <laughs> I literally. He was. couldn't handle the heat. I yes, if it's too hot in the kitchen. Get out of it, right? So here I am, I taking one nice, for the team today. Nice, but I, like I get to stand yes. next to Brian. <laughs> All right. Right now, we have Chef Danny Flanagan, and it's such an honor to have you on the show, Danny, because we're talking ACF tonight. We're so proud to have you and Chef Moore in the house, and no one knows ACF better than you. I'd like to think so, but there's a lot more members that know a lot more than me. But you, at the heart of it, are with our students. You're with our second-year students every Wednesday in the classroom. You know these students inside out, and it's, it's a special relationship I know that you have with them. Well, it's it's a privilege to be able to share what others have shared with me over 20, 30 years of cooking and hopefully start them on a journey that they do it for 30 years. Yeah. Let's do the setup. Colorado Chefs Association here with us tonight, the voice of Colleen Ferreira. That's Danny Flanagan. Of course, I'm Greg Hollenbeck and Brian Freeman here, and we're going about to jump into a great conversation. Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. Let's start there. What is it, Danny? It is an alternative to going to classic culinary school. You have to work full-time in an approved sponsor house with an approved chef 
You go to class one day a week, five hours every week, and at the end you get to test out at your certified sous chef, um, and you've gotten two years of true in the kitchen experience. So you can hit the ground running. Yes, if you're if you are not ready to take over, you know, a sous chef position at that point, you haven't put into the program what you should have been getting out of it. So you talked about those things within the curriculum. Um, I've had the pleasure to talk to Pizzuto, Chef Pizzuto. He's a great guy. Christopher Moore used to be an instructor in the program as well. Um, This program really, from my estimation, working with these apprentices in last year's summer dinner series, these guys are anxious. Guys and gals are anxious. They're on the ball. They want to work. They want to network. And you also bring something to that curriculum that's kind of an intangible. And we talked about this briefly before the show this afternoon of what's that? Let's talk about etiquette. Let's talk about career etiquette and kitchen etiquette. It's it's what especially Chef Moore and myself brought in when we started to teach it is reminding them that the chef community in Denver and in any city is a very tight-knit community. If, if you want to change jobs, change jobs. Nobody's telling you not to, but do it right. Give your two weeks notice, work your two weeks out, don't get short timers. And then when you leave, you're going to be talked about as a great employee. And then the next place when you go. And that's what a, a lot of people don't see right now is they just jump jobs versus this is my career and this is what I want to be known for. And this is what I want people to talk about me with. Man, I wish he was still or she was still with me, but they did it right. You know what's played out in my body of work and guys jump in at any time is that when you're younger, you don't have that look behind you. Now I've got a little look behind you, and I treat people like I may work for you someday. Yes. Truly. Well, you you really just have to have never like know. Yeah. And when you're in a position, especially in the culinary and hospitality community, is that jobs are ever-changing, positions are ever-changing, tiers of, uh, I don't want to say power, but tiers of, of just that pecking order will take place. There's a good chance that if somebody that you don't put in your two weeks, you don't work as hard as you can until the finish line, that they're going to recognize that. And listen, there's, uh, you know, uh, if you want, uh, you know, they say telegram, telegraph, tell a friend, tell a coworker how you work, that's going to follow you to the next job. And that's very important. I think a lot of people are good at what they do, but that really separates you from good to great. Um, Yeah. And the better people, don't you find that they gravitate together? And so a lot of people are always going to ask you for help on another project if you do things right. right. And if, if you act like a professional at every level and just realize we're all under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, life just in general can be stressful and we're trying to manage that. But then when we go into a kitchen, it is rapid fire all night long. You, yeah. were, you were somewhere where all of a sudden for four to six hours... You're, everything is coming at you in lightning speed. Mm-hmm. And I could only imagine, I mean, Danny, I, I'd like to talk about, in that respect, all those other things that you've done. Because one of the things I think is cool that is not only are you teaching, but you have a full-time job somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. And then you do, you've done a ton of events with the, the Modern Ear. This isn't the first time I've seen your face here. Well, so part of it's about that. building the relationships and, and genuine relationships that they not just can be a business, you know, very cut and dry dealing, but you actually are friends with them and you actually can build these things when if they need something, you're able to jump in and you're doing it because you want to. And that day that you need something, you know, you've got a network of people who's going to stand behind you and help you. And that's one thing that goes back, Chef Moore and I, we brought to this and said, 
you need to build the relationships with Modern Eater, with ACF chefs, with whoever it is, and actually get to know them, not just, you know, shake their hand and go on your way. Actually care, and then when you need something, it comes back to you tenfold. Well, and haven't you made some friends? Because I've noticed you've come here to the kitchen, and I notice there's some people here that you stay in touch with. Yeah, like even Chef Cheeto. I never knew him before Modern Eater, and now we actually talk in how's things, how's life going, things like that. And, Community. you know, if I was doing an event and if somebody had backed out on something, I know I could put that call in. And if he had time, he would jump in. And the same thing. If he Heck, had Colleen would do it. <laughs> I would do it. Of course. We all jump Anyone. in. I love that, Danny. So I love to hear Danny, that. Danny, and we go back to, to folks that are maybe switching careers. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people my age, you know, 40-something, and say, you know what, I'm going to get into culinary. I was whatever before. Say we have two students, same skill sets, did great, make good food, um, great skills. What's going to set them apart? What's going right. to? What what can be the differential? Nowadays, it's how they treat their social media can be a huge thing, and that's something I've tried to explain to the class. I notice some things that they post, and I'll go, you know, that was a good post, but it could have been better. It could have been more positive. It could have been more growing because. You're going to go up against somebody for a job one day, and HR directors, that's what they do now. They look at social media. They look at your LinkedIn, your Facebook, and all that. Oh, my gosh. So true. So true. If you are listening, what Danny said is mm-hmm. the the Bible, and we've got Rich here preaching it, but that is so true. And Pay it, attention to what you're posting. It can go the other way, too, to where that person just brought in six or seven people into my restaurant or my wherever it is. Um, because they said great things about our work environment, where we are, the chef, the ownership. That can go the other way to where you look at that and you're like, this is somebody I want on my team. Yep. Um, those are the types of things that are small but delineate. Yeah, it's, it's, such a, it's a different world from 20 years ago when I was getting into this industry and doing things. And now there's so many little minute pieces that if you miss one of them, you could miss your dream job and not even realize it because you're just not going to get the call back where you do all those little right things, you are going to get your dream job almost off of those things. And that's such a huge part. The relationships, the social media, the camaraderie through Modern Eater, through ACF, through the apprenticeship program. What time is it? Know we are pushing it. I've got nothing tonight. <laughs> uh, 6.29, coming up on 6.30. Here's what I like to do. This is kind of cool. So, Colleen, uh, had you bring us into the last segment. Danny, Chef Danny Flanagan, do this, because I know uh, Chef Christopher Moore. I've got a little bit of history with him, but you have a lot. Talk about Chef Christopher Moore and, and as he makes an appearance. And I want both of you guys to stick around, because we'll make it a roundtable discussion. Um Give a little intro. Chris is one of the most passionate chefs I know. He wants to show everyone in any kitchen he's in, you know, the the best that they can do. He wants to bring that out of them. He wants to show not only what he can do, but he also likes watching other people, which is a huge part of it where he wants to see what they can do. And then he takes all that collaboratively and puts it together and produces some incredible food. And also, you know, he's an incredible friend. That's how you do it. Yep. I mean, I could never do an intro like that just because I don't have the history. I'm not the most interesting guy in the world, but I know how to bring people around me that are. We'll do that. We'll take a break. Chef Christopher Moore, he'll be up next right here in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You're listening and watching on Facebook, hopefully, to the Modern Eater Show 
on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. Colleen Ferreira here with the Colorado Chefs Association. You've probably heard the excitement. This year, we are creating a stir in the culinary community. This is your personal invitation to join us on our constant culinary adventure. Let us open up our network to you and help you grow professionally. Whether you are a chef, purveyor, brewer, baker, we are here to build your brand, your business, and connect you with Colorado's culinary community. Join us. I'd love to hear from you. Email me, Colleen, at acfcoloradochefs.org. O-R-G. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Okay, uh, back to the show in just a minute, but i got to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, installing and maintaining the best draft systems that you could ever possibly want. Uh, Family-owned and operated, 20 years in the business. He'll put a new line in for you, beer, wine, water, coffee, nitro. Kombucha. Kombucha, yes. All the latest and greatest. Here's the thing is that your tap lines are very important, and your bottom line, as you know, it's a very thin margin to be in the restaurant business, and every cent really counts. If you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, guys? You're pouring pouring your money money down down the drain. drain. You don't need to pour your money down the drain. Get an A-plus report card from Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. They'll make all your dreams come true, and um, it's truly a business that you can support knowing that it's going to a great hyper-local business. Give them a call, 720-272-3809. I promise I'm getting my pen this time. You got it? I got it. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke. A-plus beverage solutions. Yes, it is. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of 4 by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumpling. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. All right, back to the show right now as we're uh, accumulating guests, but we love them all because they're a part of the family. Greg Hollenbach. Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, and Dave Avery doing all the uh, audiovisual stuff, and Colleen Ferreira, executive chef. Uh, executive, executive chef. chef. What I would She's do an executive. Get that's for sure. <laughs> that's where the hard work is done. Executive director of the Colorado Chefs Association, and these fellas with us. Um, chef Danny Flanagan's going to continue with us, but Chef Christopher Moore is on deck, and this is a chef that I fell in love with a few years back. Um, 
basically because your food's delicious. Appreciate that. <laughs> that. That was really, I mean, but you'll take it, right? I will, absolutely. No. Well, but he's, Chris. he's but a, Chris, you're an incredible guy all the way around. What you. you're doing, I mean, I connected with you about where you, you help support chefs down south of the border as well. I did. You were giving it back at so many levels. I mean, to now, you're over at Denver Museum Nature, Nature and Science. Nature. That is super cool. Um, yeah, it's a it's an amazing uh, opportunity there, uh, just to work around actual scientists and active research. I can actually say some of my colleagues work uh, doing research on in paleontology and you know geology. It's amazing. Um, I just cook food. I'm kidding, <laughs> um, but it is it's it is it part of our industry. And one thing that was taught to me when I was in culinary school is um, you pass along your knowledge. You don't you don't take it with you. You, you always just it's a part of your, it's almost like a, a chef's creed that you pass along your knowledge because what we do is a trade and it is it is a, a form of art. But you have to be able to do that to pass along the knowledge to the younger people that, hey, you may know how to dice a tomato, but I might show you a better way or a different way. Yeah. Does it make it wrong or diff- does it make it wrong? No, but it, you might have a, the same result. So that thought process of teaching people different techniques, um, that's that's a part of a uh, basis of what chefs do. You ever have a kid to teach you something? Oh, yeah. Just shocks you. You're like, wow. They're like, hey, we, we, you, and you're like, let me show you this. With, with all the modern cooking techniques and mm-hmm. YouTube videos, they know so much stuff now that, you know, we're so busy cooking every day and running a kitchen yeah. and budgets. They're just sitting on YouTube going, oh, let me try this. And then they show us, okay, this, this is cool. <laughs> this new hack, yeah. I'm well, wait, Greg, let me ask. Where, how do you get? How do you do this apprentice thing? Because I, I want to learn. I, w- I want to know. You want to be one? I, would, I, could you, I? You could, could be s- one. Could someone like me, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I like to cook yes, breakfast for my kids. We take, <laughs> we take people. The chapter takes uh, apprenticeships. Apprentices are from all walks of life. Maybe you're done with your current career and say, hey, I want to go do something different. Yeah. Um, well, in fact, our one of our best students that just graduated last August, uh, complete career change, and he says, he says, I know I'm not good at this, but I'm going to try my hardest. And he actually won the the president's award yeah. uh, for, one of, for one professionalism. Of our, one of the best students this year, ex-military, kind of fumbled around for four or five years and just couldn't figure it out, and one day got in a kitchen and now is. You know, he's a rock star. We're talking about my friend that was at Tabernash. Brew up up in the mountains? We have Brandon Hart in the mountains. Brandon Hart in the mountains. And he's talking about Matt. I'm Matt, talking about okay. Matt MacArthur, um, he just fell in love with it and now is the guy who you need something. He, he just has a drive that is what this industry needs, and he will be the next generation to be passing it along to the next ones. And so this is just one more rock star chef that's come out of your guys program oh my gosh there are so many rock stars and if you're listening and if you're thinking this is for me we are recruiting right now for the fall semester which is so exciting because we get to bring in you know that many couple dozen faces into the program for the two years and this is a program i will say that you cannot not fall in love with it it's two years it's only a two-year program it's just under seven thousand for those two years just under seven i love that when you can even get scholarships too right i mean there are there's okay. opportunity for financial support. How, where do I go? How do I check this out? Where where do you I know start? What? I'm gonna say email me personally. Really email nice. Personally. Oh my gosh. Because we want to personally talk to you. We want to personally welcome you to a class. Wow. Look at Chef Danny teaching in action. Meet the other students. Email me if you're listening. Colleen at ACF Colorado Chefs. 
Org. Now, I think that we, we need to take pause for just a second here because we're talking about something that's very near and dear to all of our hearts. Um, speaking myself for the Modern Eater, the people that I love from this family, the Colorado Chefs Association, the ACF, the folks that we have through sponsors and, and really curating the best of the best. If you're, if you're out there and you're in the shot of our voice and, and you're really looking for spark or inspiration or just to be a part of a community that's near and dear to all of us, I'd encourage you, you've got, you have the power of the Colorado Chefs Association behind you. You have the power of the Modern Eater Show behind you. You have all of these great f- uh, folks, uh, Chef Chito Ariola, uh, yeah. Chef Brian Freeman, the mentors that, that are a part of our network. They're, they're really bar none. And I, I, I can tell you that this is the reason. Um, if, if you think this is the Modern Eater show is something that we, you know, it's just fun on a Saturday night and there's nothing to It's a business. Um, it, it's tough to keep these things together and keep these relationships together. But I can tell you, if this is something that you're remotely interested in, you love the culinary scene and the, the restaurants that are here in Colorado and, and you just like to be in a kitchen and you feel that it's your, your home, you've got a home with all of us and, and that's the entrance right there. Well, I would say though what the Modern Eater has done, I mean, even with the ACF and Greg, since I've come, you know, I was just a guest about a year and a half ago on the show and I'll tell you all the incredible chefs, business owners, the network and community and, and that's what I would say to you, Greg, is I think a lot of people will always be there for you because the modern eater has been there for a lot of people in the food and beverage community at, at so many different levels. I mean, the things that you have done and this sh- show has provided Wait, well, first to people. of all, not about me, but a, a great mentor. I appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, a, a great mentor in, in Joan Brewster, um, who passed the baton to Colleen. And I, this is a great segue into what I wanted to ask a couple of old timers with Chris and Danny here. Why and, you got to go there? Because they're, they're old timers in, okay. in the how ACF. Long, okay. Danny, how long have you been in the Colorado Chefs Association? And yes, I will fist bump you. I wasn't doing that. Let's say how some long have you been seasoned in the pros. Seasoned pros, Thank man. Thank you, Brian, for sure. Yes. I was going to say, I've been a member of ACF um, nationally since 1993. Old timer. How about you, Chris? Seasoned professional. Come on, man. I belonged, I've belonged for about eight years, 90s into the early 2000s before I moved to Europe, and then I've Colorado Chef Association for going on my sixth year. I say that, and, and I like to have that edge to what I said because it's an important point that I want to make. Um, change is, is difficult. My grandfather said, hey, Greg, change is good as long as you're involved in it. I want all of you um, that are listening to be involved in that change. And there's change that's happening right now. And, Colleen, I just take my hats off to you in, in taking the reins of this organization and the Colorado Chefs Association. And I want these two gentlemen to say, what are you so excited about? What are you seeing right now? What? There is a fever that's going on right now, guys. There's a fever, and we're all a part of it, and I think we need to ride that out. Danny? I think Colleen brings just that new passion. And not that Joan didn't have a passion. It's just new now. It's There's a new excitement. There's a new drive. I agree. We're seeing new chefs, Cheeto, um, become involved. And, you know, it'll stop being the... You know, the 10 people who do every single event, bringing new ones into it and putting new spins on it um, while allowing, you know, those of us who love certain events to really focus on them and now take them to a new level versus, okay, next event, let's get through it. Now it's 
next event, let's just blow it up and make it so special. And it's not only that, it's it's passing the baton just as Joan passed it to Colleen. Um, I've done la- I've done Lamb Council in Montrose three years. Uh, Danny's done it with me twice, and now we're going to recruit someone else into take it over and run that event and we show them they come in they do it with us and then they take it over and run it and the idea is because we have such a large chapter that we get other chefs involved to being doing doing these events because there's always that hesitation at first like oh my god i gotta go cook for like 200 people like i cook for 3,000 people it's 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 not as hard as it sounds so when you get to that point where you actually go and do it and it's all said and done, you're like, that was actually really fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Who's and, not looking forward you know. to a Colleen Ferrer golf tournament this year with oh your God. spin on that? Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys, it's going to be so much fun. Do you see me? I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was this just, is what this I woke up this morning with the theme, which I'm not going to release just yet. Why we'll not? do that on another show because i I, I got to talk to my team hint? about it. I gotta yep. do she's she's got to run it through the channel. Right. Right. There, there they the are. Channels. Danny, Chris. <laughs> all I will say is, you know, I've never been to a golf tournament where every other hole you have a different thing to eat, a different thing to drink. And I've heard how incredible this tournament is, and we are just going to take it to that nice. next, next, next level. That. How can people feel the excitement, learn more? Um, Colleen, I know you gave out your email address, but you have a website as well. Yep, web, acfcoloradochefs.org. And I would say go to our Facebook page. We are sharing our stories of our chefs, our community, through food on our Facebook page. So Get excited with us. Be a part of us. Be a part of this apprenticeship program. If, if any part of your heart is saying, I want to cook and I want to do that professionally, and maybe I don't want to cook for the rest of my life, maybe I just want to be in the food industry because why would you not yeah. want to be in it? Take a chance. Be an apprentice. Meet our family. And you can't go wrong. Well, and I'll throw out something about community and family right to you guys with the Lamb Council is, is you know, listen, the Modern Eater is going to be doing a summer road trip at the end, the last week of May, and we're going to be in Durango and Montrose. Mm-hmm. Nice. There's an opportunity for one of your hopefuls, one of the c- people that you can pass this baton with the Lamb Council to come down and tie into the show. So I welcome you. We'll be doing an entire trip. All to all these, we'll be visiting lamb ranchers, pig pig ranchers, cattle ranchers, farmers that w- at orchards. Indoor grows. We will see it all and tons of restaurants, distilleries along the way. So th- someone from the ACF, tie in. Jump in this lamb council. Reach out to Chris. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great uh, point, Brian, that uh, without all those people you just named, we would not be able to do what we do if it wasn't for the farmers and ranchers and people that raise the animals that we get to have fun with and provide food for everyone. Ladies oh, it's and gents, so about that. great seg. I mean, powerful and truly. And we talk about sustainability, and we talk about the circle of food, from the ground and the farmer cultivating it, bringing it to market, bringing it to the restaurant, then back to the landfill. Just like that, it has to work in our community. Going to and being an apprentice, going and and working with the Colorado Chefs Association, working with the Modern Eater, getting to the restaurant, and then back around and educating once again. That's the circle of life right there, my friends. All right, we'll take that break. We'll be right back. Colleen, you stick around. Gentlemen, thank you, uh, Christopher Moore and Danny Flanagan. Always a pleasure, friends. We've got food out here. We didn't describe it, but we're going to do it at the top of the hour. But let's eat, right? Right, let's eat. I mean, that's what it's all about. Let's eat. Coming up next, uh, guess what we're about to do? Cheeto. Ah, yes. Uh, hey, and the name of his new uh, endeavor. La Sochi. La Sochi. Nice. Effortless. 
right? Effortless. Uh, we're going to do a hyperlocal baptism. What's that? I don't know. You should probably stick around because we're <laughs> going to do it to Cheeto up next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000-gallon system year-round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Same hat, same hat. Lots is going on and we'll be back to the show in just a minute with Chef Chito Ariola and his new uh, food truck endeavor. I love it and uh, La Sochi is going to be coming right at you food truck food truck related okay uh, right now I want to talk about Proud Souls because we went to a Cheetah where did we go today Lula, Lulu's, Lulu's farm. farm Lulu's farm cool. up in Brighton I, yeah. the, the first time I saw a like true just this is this isn't really for the general public this is a barbecue competition it, it was a Colorado state sure. event Chris you're here with us representing Proud Souls tonight Tony and uh, uh, Dan they're wrapping it up over yep. there do you have any results yes. for us yes so go ahead you know all right, cool. Yeah, so like you said, we had a great showing today. Um, there were some awesome teams there, the top uh, top 10 teams in the country. Um, so, yeah, we were just happy to be a part of it. It is a state contest. Um, so the boys did good, right? So they drugged the big stick burner down there, the Proud Soul stick yeah. burner, cooked on a couple gateway drums. Um, Tony was able to manage him and Dan first place um, rips. Um, and ninth place overall. So, yeah, honestly, nice. yeah, it was awesome. So if proud of want, those guys. If you want to take your backyard game to the next level, yeah. right? I mean, these are the guys. They'll sit in there. They'll talk with you. Go there. I, I would recommend just go there sometime during the week, maybe a Tuesday afternoon. Just take a stroll over there. Proud Souls. 25th and Federal? 25th and Federal. Right there on the corner next you, to Santiago's. You can't miss them. It has all of your barbecue needs. You can pick up all of the latest and greatest stuff, or you can do your traditionals. True. You've got it from A to Z. Exactly. It's the place where you can grab anything that you need barbecue-related. Hey, guys, wait. Let me throw one at you. We need to do a Proud Souls Summer Barbecue Series. Go around to people's backyards in Denver and Boulder and let them cook. So if you're sure. willing to have a block party and a Proud Souls barbecue there, sure. 
right in wow. to Modern Let Eater. Us Let us know. Listen to this live. It doesn't get any better than that right there. <laughs> that was your one good idea a year. We've got. <laughs> I, I threw it at you, man. We got to right bring it. Down. Let's that, do that's the a good idea. Uh, talk about you want to dip your toe in. You want to know these guys, the pitmasters. You've got an event coming up at the Gothic Theater. It's yeah, May 18th. It's a Saturday. Uh, we'll be there broadcasting live, and there'll be music, everything you need, a little song, a little dance, a little seltzer down your sure. pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make you dance. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. You said a little, a little seltzer <laughs> make you dance. I just wanted to get yeah. <laughs> your attention. So now that we have everybody's attention, yes. what is it, Chris? What is it, right? The Proud Souls Backyard Barbecue Contest. I think you guys are going to you're gonna be competing, right? Oh, yeah, heck yeah. All right, um, so we got 24 teams. We're already f- completely sold out. We have a wedding list. Um, life happens, right? So call the shop, get on the wedding list, and we'll plug you in, right? So like you said, we're going to have beers. We're going to have barbecue. We're going to have demonstrations from our good friend Jeff Jabot, uh, Jason Ganahl, um, and a few other local pitmasters kind of showing Leonard's down. Leonard's going to be there. Yes. All the bosses are going to be there. Wait, right? the Modern Eater is Come even going to The Modern yeah, We've got a team. We have a team. We are a team. Colleen, do you have barbecue and clothes? Yeah, of course I have barbecue and clothes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I still include heels, but of course I have barbecue. <laughs> that's how you do it, and that's how we do it. So Proud Souls, uh, proud sponsor of the Modern yep. Eater Show. It's uh, Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Stick around. We're going to yep, do a baptism right now, Chris. Awesome. All right. Let's get back to the show. Feed me now. This is the Modern Eater Show. That's right, boy. <laughs> I'm starving. And now it's time for In the Kitchen. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Kill people? Brought to you by Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Award-winning competition cooks and purveyors of specialty barbecue supplies right here in Denver, Colorado. ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me all night long. All night long. Wow, it's popping in the kitchen right now. A lot of folks here. I like seeing new faces. This is so cool as we continue on the Modern Eater Show, and we wanted to take a moment to recognize he's our resident chef. He's the nicest guy you know. His name's Chef Chito Ariola. We love you so much, and you've made a career change, a life move, a big decision, a move. Yes. Let's do it. Yes, cheers for Chito. Chito, classy guy, and we were talking about, well, how do you hold yourself with etiquette? You know, you talk about you're going through an apprenticeship program and you try and teach some intangibles. Chito, you should have the uh, number one course of Mr. Congeniality right there. Because <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Truly. Am I wrong? Can I just introduce? Okay. Cheeto just cooked the first ever Passover dinner yeah. at the governor's, governor's mansion, mansion last wow. Friday. By a Mexican, too. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> and the, this oh, is the classiest guy you'll see there in the kitchen, <laughs> out there. Oh, my. I, I mean, literally, I was blown away. It was fun. Uh, so when you talk about class, you, you've got it, Cheeto. Cheeto, 100%. you talk about no class. You met me about a year ago <laughs> at Las Delicias up on the deck. Little Rich was like, here's a guy that you, you probably should know. We we fell in love immediately, yep. man. You are exactly such. Exactly a year ago, dude. I know, exactly yeah. a year ago. And um, you heard me just talking the hyper-local. Yes. Talking the hyper-local. I went to the show once. I ruined you. Yeah, because uh, now the new project's. 100% local. And so organic. you're doing uh, La Xylophone. La Xylophone. It's La Zoka Chill. La Social. Say that right there under Cheeto's name. What does that say? La Chicken. La Exo Cheeto. 
<laughs> no. Um, La kisses and hugs, Cheeto. Is, that's what it it's, says, man. It's La Sochi. Sochi. And yep. it's a very near and dear to you project. First of all, to is. get it out of the way for everybody. Yes, please. What does La Sochi mean? It's uh, translated uh, flower in Aztec. And our logo, it's a skull, like the Day of the Death, with the big flower in the forehead and the eyes. So that was the, uh, the initial. A little bit hipster, 2019, also taking me back to my roots, you know. Cheeto, Mexican, that food so. truck screams hipster. Let's it's, go it's quick. black, black. <laughs> it's it is, like a it, SWAT team. Yeah, it is tough. We have a couple of minutes. I want to get it all in because we have a baptism to do. What? Um, what? He says, I like that. <laughs> talk, talk about what the, your, your sponsors, who, your food on your truck, what people can expect. Uh, everything in, on the menu, it's going to be local and most of it's organic. Yeah, Proud Souls. Yep. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, man. Thank Broccoli you. to Sortillas, Grows Organic, Colorado Mills, uh, River Bear, uh, Meats, uh, Elevation Ketchup. Mm. Uh, so Aspen all Baking the Aspen Baking Company. Sure. Gluten-free things. Gluten-free things. Let me just name them all off for you because they're basically and everybody the modern that you've met through the modern <laughs> Exactly. Eater. And I love that. That's so, the hyper-local family that we have here, Cheeto. That's and what I you've said, created. Listen, this is what we've all created, and it's a very special thing. And tonight is the special anointment. So as we have this Colorado oh Mills oil, and we've got a little oil right in here. No. Is there Cheeto, oil and ho- holy if water? If you could remove Rich your hat. the water. <laughs> Rich, could you come over here and bless this water, sir? Reverend. This is really Reverend this is Rich. Really <laughs> could you please? We've got just a couple. We have 45 seconds. <laughs> Cheeto, if we could take this, I would like to anoint you as the modern eater. To you into our hyper local community, <laughs> Chef Chito, Colorado Mills Oil. I love you, baby. There it is. That's how you do it. Colleen, are you ready? Step on over. We're going to do that to you, too. Who's the godfather? Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat. Such a good sport. Oh, this is a funny. family, but this is what it's all about. Cheeto, yep. you're going to have amazing success, and we're going to get more people. We're going to curate this family. It's going to get bigger, and we would encourage you to be a part of that. We'll continue up next, second hour of the Modern Eater Show. That's good stuff right there, Colleen. You've been in media for a long time. (laughs) All right, we'll be back in a flash right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. I'm on a bike to eat. It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Hi, yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. Here it goes, the second hour of the Modern Eater Show. And this, I mean, this is where it really livens up. You know, the sun sets on the Mile High City, all is well in the world. Oh, yes, it does. It's springtime. And there's lots of lubrication in the room. It's the reason for the season. Isn't and it now? Live time in the Rocky Mountains, friends. Libations. Thanks for joining us. And uh, live on YouTube and Facebook as well. So if you want to catch full, val- full value of the kitchen, you can do it right here. This is what's cool. Sometimes in life you get thrown curveballs. Curveballs. And we're live yeah. every Saturday night here. Live radio, no man that's master. But we're trying our best. When you got guys like uh, Dr. Josh Valdez who comes yes, sir. Man, it's been a while. Welcome back. Thank you for having me, Good man. to see you. It's I been think, a while. I think you're the uh, reigning champion bartender of the Modern Eater oh, Show. Appreciate that, man. Uh, but yeah, we got guys fun. coming for you. Look at Kevin yeah. Galaba over there. Oh, man, he wants to come at you, too. Over there. Look at this studio kitchen. First of all, it's been a while since you've seen it. Describe it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a live kitchen studio over here. People are... 
you know, all local people getting together and good eats, good drinks, and uh, good crowd, good thing going on over here. As you would say, uh, down to clown, right? <laughs> always Just down. Just having always. fun. So uh, we do a lot of chef competitions. Nice. But we're going to do bartending competitions, too. Oh, yeah. So as the reigning king. You take that title of the kitchen just uh, organically. Oh, yeah. But you're going to have to defend it. Yep, I'm always. What are you doing these days? Uh, Right now, I'm bartending at Native Hotel, a little boutique hotel on 16th and Moisey. But, uh, you know, doing a bunch of freelance bartending as well. Do you mind if we network you in? No, go free. Yeah. I mean, listen, these are the guys that when you um, when you talk to the community, when you have your ear to the ground, you see how people conduct yourself, just like we were talking about on Facebook and social media. You look at a guy like uh, Joshua Valdez, the doctor, and you go, this is a guy I want in my organization. So if if you would have us, (laughs) we would love to network you into this family. That would be amazing, yeah. Do this. You brought brought us a new friend. Yeah, yeah, this is my good boy, Tony. And Uh, we're going (laughs) to anoint Tony tonight (laughs) and welcome him to the family. I want you to do the introductions because a lot of times – you know, I can talk about, okay, here he is, hyper-local, and Tony Espinoza joins the show. He's got a great uh, green chili recipe, but I want you to give the honor. Okay, yeah, I could Thanks. definitely do that. So this is my good buddy. We grew up going to middle school, high school out in Boulder County. Uh, good cat. Our families knew each other growing up, and uh, we met in middle school. But, you know, growing up over the years, uh, he we've both been in the service industry for you know, a decade and a half, two decades coming on, and, uh, you know, we just have a passion about food and drinks and, you know, just local stuff, getting together, hanging out, having a good time. So, so in rolls nice, a smiling nice. face into the Studio Kitchen Colorado and Definitely. Tony Espinoza, yeah. La Via. Yeah. <laughs> man, right <laughs> All right, nice. man, La Via. Talk about it, Tony. So. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's great to be here. You guys got an amazing thing going Thanks, on yeah. here. I think it's uh, really good when you can integrate the uh, – you know, the back of the house with some kind of, uh, um, you know, visual aspect. It gives them an idea of what's going on. But, yeah, this is a this is a family uh, family recipe, uh, you know, deconstructed from grandma's. It's called La Via Chili. means the way in Spanish. Kind of the way we're going to give back. Uh, I did this for the parents and, you know, the family. So we're going to, you know, just keep this legacy of the flavor going. It's uh, just all Hatch New Mexico Anaheim's. It's a uh, fat-free, gluten-free, vegan version, and it's uh, really good for you. I mean, it's a thermal energetic superfood, the Anaheim. You can almost use this as a supplement. There's a lot of good things about it. Uh, the sorghum is also a superfood, so, uh, you know, it's great for metabolism more and good for stress. Has a little bit of, releases a little bit of endorphins. It definitely stands up to food. Has we a take little shots spice, of so. it, yeah. Throw every morning. After the bars get out, we'll every take morning. shots of green chili. <laughs> you know, throw a headset on. So I don't know <laughs> if you've go. officially met him, but this is how we do it at the Modern Eater Network. We go. just get people involved right away. And we, yeah, it's good. It's called eating meals and making deals, baby. That's what we do all <laughs> awesome. day long. Love che- it. Chef Cheeto Arioli, he's firing yeah. up La Sochi. And yeah. this food truck is going to hit, and go. it's going to hit hard. He's doing all go. hyper-local. Uh, green chili burger, please. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, done and done. He's going to have a food <laughs> service yeah. for you, too. I have a 64 yeah. ounce. It comes in three ounces. Hey, give yeah. it a pop here. You know. Do it. No. Oh, there it is. Uh, give it a smell. Let me know, yeah. you know first things. 
Oh, oh yeah. He Can we do that? Chili. Locally owned and operated. Grandma's recipe, man. Deconstructed, all good, good ingredients. We need yeah. to get Cheeto a spoon. Cheeto. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Get a ladle. This is, something, this is something definitely worth uh, putting in your mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this gives us all the reasons to keep talking about each other. Yeah, this is great. This you guys is are... how you do business with each right. other, right? right? It should be, you That's know, right. it's one of those things hospitality does a lot of us, uh, but it is what we do. We were hospitality back of the house, front of the house, and they're, you know. Please don't say it's terrible. <laughs> that would that ruin the whole deal, oh, Josh. Yeah. You know it would. He'd be like, oh. Nah, you got to give it a taste now. I will. Now you need to yeah, try, try it. that out, so this is a true That's hot. pretty it's good. It's got some man. bites. So. But it's all hand hands, no, uh, all hatched New Mexico Anaheim's in there. No jalapeno or anything like that. That's what green chili is, the Anaheim pepper. So. Jay, this is your deal, Jay. Got to get Jay on Pass it. Around. This but is I a, want you to give real deal. Jay, give so your reaction. Let me ask a question here, guys. If I could get you some it's killer hot. Anaheims from, go. like, How's Pueblo, uh-huh. and we could switch that to some Colorado Anaheims. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a, that's hey, always a good a avenue. I we mean, I'm definitely looking for new right on. growers Dude, all the time. we got you. I nice. need plantation, you know. we got to go organic. There's, a, there's different I'm, ways. So. Nice. I'm going. Perfect. organic, everything, 100% yeah. local. Great. Yep. That's awesome. We can do, we can do it. It's got a kick to it. It's yeah, good, dude. It yeah, that's a true hot right there. I know. just got off of Hatch my uh, manopause <laughs> hot flash <laughs> behind this, <laughs> this grill, and now I'm back into the heat. Yeah. Did Jay try that? Warm up the temperature. In Give here. Jay a little hit of that. Yeah, try There's that out, Jay. Take t- take the gum out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's green chili gum. All right, coming to stores why, near why you. Why is Dave, Dave walking the wrong way? He's getting him. <laughs> he doesn't know it's like he's a- getting oh, him a new food. I thought he was gonna food. put it on a case. All right, Jay, give your response in uh, Spanish. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Mm. Muy caliente. Sa- sabes qué? <laughs> no dices caliente. Okay. Ya dices pica. Pica. Oh, pica. Uh, new word for. Pero está bien sabrosa. Sí. Ya ah. tiene un poco pica, pero instamente. Sí, instamente. Bien rápido, ya se pone la pica. Eso es. Sí, I like no, that. No What Jay said. Ese, ese no hey, Josh, this show's come a long <laughs> way, huh? I like it. We're bilingual now. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good fun. We man. needed to do that. Oh, yeah. Thanks, thanks. If you're not having fun, I mean, this is, we're not lugging rocks around a prison right. yard. <laughs> I mean, tr- truly, yeah, we're not true. doing that. Like, yeah. This is a community, food and beverage, Colorado at its finest. I can't think, uh, you, you narrow it down. First of all, you're lucky to be alive. Oh, yeah. Yep. Bless you. You're lucky to be on Earth. Yep. You're, you're lucky to be in the United States. And then you're lucky to be in Colorado, yeah, no doubt, and yeah. then we're lucky to be in front of each other tonight. No doubt. What are the chances? Hey, can I get a chocolate chip cookie? <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out it's an oatmeal raisin, <laughs> and then you'll figure out it's an edible. Switch it up on <laughs> And then it'll all be over with. Thank you so much, Tony Espinosa. Hey, I really appreciate it. It's we're going to do fun. good this things play, for you, man. This place is awesome, so yeah. Yeah. I'm loving it. All right. Well, Thanks um, for coming down tonight. Just get yeah, ready definitely. for the ride. Okay, I will. Doctor, just keep hey. being the doctor. Hey, that's yeah. You Joshua know, that's my this. purpose here, to serve up kindness. You got the long locks going on. Yeah, kind of just huh? growing out yeah. the dew, you know. I got inspired by Jay, you know, and then he cut oh, his, he and cut I grew mine oh, in, that's you know. Right. <laughs> well, Jay lost uh, 40 pounds, tonight, <laughs> and I found it. So maybe there's something oh, to do. That's, that's good, good, that's good that's stuff, good. man. You guys are great. Um, cocktails. That's oh, a re- yes. You met Please. Kevin Galaba over Those here? Are tasty oh, yeah. cocktails, too. I'm liking yeah, what they're yeah. doing over there at 12 Point. Yeah. Man. Really good Moscow mule. What do you got, Tony? Oh, just saying, you know, they're from my hometown as well. I got this green chill out of Lafayette and their uh, distilleries there, too. That's fantastic.
Yeah, so, you know. Lots, Lafayette's on. changed quite a bit. Lots yeah. of things going on there, man. Well, Great a, little town. Yeah, you know, it's the uh, it's the east side of Boulder County right there. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of heritage there, a lot of good heritage. Uh, you know, it's coal mining town. Everything around there is old school. So oh, yeah. it's uh, got a lot of good uh, Mexican heritage there. You know, the Espinosa, the Archuletas, a lot of family members. And, uh, yeah, that's where it, all this comes from, you know. We're going to love, catch love, up with love you. and the heritage from, uh, you know, a lot of Mexican family and, you know, like Italian. How did you need, know to bring the right guy? Dude, it's just <laughs> like How did it's you all know? freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, last question before we go to break is favorite restaurant in Lafayette there. Uh, d- definitely going to be La Familia for, I mean, not La Familia, so Efrain's. Efrain's <laughs> for. Uh, Efrain's, yeah. okay, yeah, for, okay. Uh, for Mexican food, that is, yeah. There okay. You know. And then yeah. your other? Um, so there's a there's a good little spot that I go for sandwiches. It's on the corner. It's called Eats and Sweets. Uh, it's a good little local spot. The guy does awesome uh, sandwiches and, and gelato, and right next to a little park right there off Public uh, Public Avenue. So nice. Have nice, to try nice. that out. Tony Espinosa, man, I'm telling you, this is good. The heat, the heat is good right where it should yeah. be. It's good yep. stuff, right? And uh, Chef Chito, you're going to do more with this, and I can't for wait sure. to develop this story. It's La Via, and. Live it, man. Let's keep no, going, it. right? All right. Appreciate it. Good to meet you, man. Hey, Josh, brother. you stick love around. You. you want to meet a couple of cool girls? I would love to. All right. <laughs> the Whiskey Sisters, they're coming up <laughs> next. Uh, Felicia and Stephanie on mock. They're coming up next right here. Woo. It is Studio Kitchen Colorado and the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Hey, it's Greg Holland back, and here we go. Beer festival season coming right up, and if you like great Belgian-style beers, there's an event that you don't want to miss. It's the third annual Belgium Brew Fest, and it's happening Sunday, April 28th, next to Brews Beers in Midtown. The fest will include 12 breweries, including Brews, Briar Common, River North, Periodic Elevation, Gold Spot, The Thirsty Monk, Liberati, Paradox, and Intrepid Sojourner, plus special guests from Amagang and Duval. All these breweries will be bringing their best Belgian-style beers. The party continues after the fest with live music, food trucks, and special beers and pricing at Brews right after the fest. The Belgian Brew Fest is Sunday, April 28th from 1 to 4 p.m. in the garden next to Brews Beers. It's at 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Tickets are limited, so get yours now at BelgianBrewFest.com. Join the party for some Belgian-style badassery at the Belgian Brew Fest on April 28th. We'll see you there. The Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. 
back at it. Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show. Here we go. Why not? It's a return visit. Greg Holland back, Brian Freeman. We've got the whole cast and crew with us. But uh, all's well in the world, especially when we're having a little bit of libations. Yes, we're rolling into the second hour of the Modern Eater. And you know what that means, folks? Cheers is, is what yes. it means. Cheers. A return visit from the Onmox. The Onmox are here. The sisters are the here. The sisters have arrived. Stephanie and Felicia, Whiskey oh. Sister Supply Company. Trouble times two. <laughs> Angels. Angels. Oh, no. Angels. <laughs> the halos may be a little crooked. <laughs> Our parents are a little disappointed. <laughs> Don't say anything, Felicia. They'll believe us if we say there's no broken angel. You brought us a friend. <laughs> we did. We brought friends. I like it. Chris I like Cooley it. Well, from, give us an introduction. This is Chris Cooley from uh, Troubadour Maltings. He's becoming slowly... We're going to get it there, our malting partner. Um, so they'll be starting to malt some of our grains for what does people that mean? to use. So people are like, uh, my malting partner? What does it, Am I going to go down to the soda shop and get a malt? Yeah, and well, that's our, oh, yeah. <laughs> what well, does it mean? Well, take, how do you make beer? Yeah, to take cereal seeds and make them usable for, malt, for uh, brewing or accessing the sugars, you have to sprout them, basically, is what the malting process is. is you, you rehydrate it, and then you germinate it, so you're making it grow. And then from that point, you can kiln it. Um, and in the kiln, you can create a bunch of different products, the color that you're going to get from your beer, um, head retention, all of that, and a lot of a mouthfeel and flavor, and all of that comes from the malts. Okay, let me back you up, Chris, because you said cereal. Wait, yeah. cereal? What? Uh, is this like Frosted Flakes? or yeah, what, which, well, kind of, which way are we going with cereal? Crunch, so when we talk about cereal, <laughs> we're talking about our grains like rye and oats and um, wheat and barley. And it's funny, we get a lot of tours through the malt house, and people taste the, our malted barley, and they're always like, oh, this tastes like breakfast cereal. And you're like, well, that's that's where breakfast cereal comes from. So that's where cereal comes from. Now we have a setup. Let's do another rewind. It has to come from somewhere. Where do you come from, and where is this great uh, malting product coming from? So we're up in Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, and we work with farms uh, throughout the northern Colorado area. That's what But specifically the Whiskey Sisters. And the farm. Whiskey Sisters. Right, so right. the cool thing about the Whiskey Sisters, what's going on is our growers, where we're at in Colorado, want to shy away from growing rye. And then the oats that they grow is normally for ground cover just to bind up the soil. So they're not necessarily growing the oats varieties that we might use for a specialty product. And so we connected with the Whiskey Sisters to source rye and oats because the rye will be really evasive to other crops to those farms in that area. So we're able to work with them on rye and oats. And on the, the flip side, where they're at in Colorado, barley is a lot more difficult. And so we can supply them with barley. So we have a perfect just congruitous uh, relationship to, nice. to supply each other with the with the, the cereals that we need to I love it. take community, it to the next right, level. Greg? I mean, yeah. is this community at its best yeah. all well, the way around? You're saying a lot of the right things. In, and in this community, there are other folks that do the same thing. But uh, I trust the Whiskey Sisters and their alignments with people. Why? Why do you want to work with this, this gentleman right here? You know, I was looking at it when we, when we sat and talked about it. Um, there was something that, that really struck me is we, we both value working so closely with the community. Yes, we may not be the direct farmers and we're not actually doing it ourselves. But we want to help the community. We want to bring that all together. And those values kind of meshed with us. So it kind of just worked out. Um, you know, I think my parents, my mom lit a bunch of candles and it all kind of like came together <laughs> and Catholic candles. And um, yeah, it just really worked out for us. Yeah, well, and I think the other big part is just that connection all the way across. Like, you know, local is a big thing. This is this whole podcast, right? This is right. the tone of this podcast. But we really try to focus on those proper nouns instead of just saying, hey, this is local malt. 
we try to say, hey, we're working with the Whiskey Sisters. We're working with Felicia and Stephanie yeah. on this. We're working with Greg Walker on Highway 14 and County Road 3, like real people in places. Rather than just saying all Colorado or all local, we want to make real connections and, and start attaching people and places to these things. You said a, a lot a of great way. things there, but one thing stood out. It's an ongoing debate, and we did this about a year ago or something. Is it Felicia or Felicia? <laughs> oh, I said I'm the only one that says it wrong. No, I think you say it Felicia, too. Because her old man says Felicia. So. The, the family says Felicia, but then people that are used to seeing Friday, they're Felicia, like, Felicia. Right. So <laughs> then they're like, bye, Felicia. And so whatever, I respond. So here it goes back to Aunt Felicitas. So my dad's aunt. Favorite aunt. Favorite aunt favorite was aunt. Felicity. And yeah. then Felicitas. And then and it was Felice for a while. So we called so. her Felice until she was. Well, you called me Flea. Well, that was later, but she was Felice <laughs> until she was maybe junior high, and then she said, no more Felice, and then... So who is she? I don't She's, know. She is a wonderful, beautiful... <laughs> it's going <laughs> to evolve into Felicia. 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 I mean, you remember which one's younger, which one's older? I know that's terrible. It it totally does because because I I love to do that. Well, but I love to see because siblings. No, no, no. no, This is more about siblings. That's the first time Dave has ever rang in. Rang in. I know. Dave, I'll buy you a drink. He's been on fire tonight. I like. If they think I'm older, it's because I'm more mature and wiser in my decisions. But that's why I love this, because there is the sibling rivalry, which you both are pulling your organization, your family farm together. And that's what I think is so cool, because I, too, have siblings. I don't get as lo- along as well as you two do. Well, they don't, let's not go but, that far. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they have their moments. Have I want to do this. So, at breweries, right? Yes. Yeah. Distilleries. Yeah. We're going to introduce you to a new brewery. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so, Charlie Gotten Kinney, I want to put a headset on Charlie. Charlie. This is Brews Beers in uh, Midtown, right here. And I want you just to talk about your company. And in, so, Charlie Gotten Kinney, please welcome. This is our new friend. There's a Ms. mic right Mr. here for you, Charlie. Okay. And, and talk about this like you want to introduce your product to a new brewery. Well, actually, Charlie and I were talking just a minute ago, and he said the magic words to me which were, was like the key was differentiation, was really looking at something different. Like one of our focuses at Troubadour is rather than just trying to make the Colorado version of commodity malt, commodity uh, two-row base pale, we've really modeled a lot of our products off of uh, European and UK style malts and hybridized those things because there's a real opportunity to just differentiate in the marketplace. And for a brewer like Charlie to get excited about a new flavor, you have to you have to provide that excitement. If it's just doing the same thing that the next thing does, then it's not going to be the same. Wait, get ready for yeah. this voice. I got to introduce this voice. It's Charlie Gotten Kenny, the beautiful dulcet tones. Hello. Hello, Charlie. <laughs> like How that, are you, Charlie. sir? Uh, I'm fine. And and uh, just to punctuate what he was saying, you know, we do craft beer. He does craft malt, which really contributes to differentiation in, in craft beer. We are we are all about having 15 beers on the counter that no two are alike. Well, so what kind of crazy things, Charlie, are you two talking about? What, Where would you go when you want to do something unique? What, Where would you go with this? What would you have this fine young man malt something for you? Well, I don't know if he'll malt it custom for us, but he doesn't <laughs> need to. Uh, they make a lot of, uh, you know, a pretty wide range of, of malts. I've been on their website, and I've always been intrigued by them but have never used them yet so and and very smart point of yours is that um 
here we are and we talk about building those alliances, yeah, right? Absolutely. Loyalty is a lot. Charlie loyalty. already has a provider, yeah. right? So how do you get over that loyal to where the you've tipped the scales? Well, that's, I mean, again, differentiation is the whole thing there. When you can differentiate that supply chain, we're not here to say, hey, flip the switch. Everybody has to use Troubadour malts now. We couldn't supply all that. We want to just pepper something in that's really special and really unique and just give you new opportunities to go in different directions. That's mm-hmm. sneaky, man. I oh, don't know yeah. if that is. Oh, yeah. That, that's good. It's but that's like, why we like are it. We it's just, differentiation that's stuff. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you get in there. You learn You you learn what what people want. You you provide them with some one-offs. Absolutely. And, and, then, and then you get them. And I don't know um, who your partners are at this point in time, but could you name drop a few people that you're working with right now? We do a ton with uh, True Brewing just down the road here at their Asset Temple. They're probably one of our biggest supporters. Our mutual friend we've worked with since day one. Purpose up in Fort Collins, Horse and Dragon. Um, uh, Gold Spot, who's on later. We've done a bunch with Kalissa, a lot of really cool stuff where she's been really creative with some of our other malts and, and taking them in directions that really embrace that spirit of differentiation. So. Chris, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And Greg, I don't know if you heard, though, he might not want to be big. He might want to just have... <laughs> oh, come on. He might just want to have one beer at every brewery around town, and that might be enough that he can produce, and he's happy. We don't need to be the Anheuser-Busch of malting, we do don't. we? Now? We don't, and that's no. the thing, too, is like we're, su- we're over the moon when a brewer uses 100% our malts in a beer, but we're trying to make tools that they want to use in a bunch of different stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe we're 10% of the malt bill, but now we're 10%. You like that that specific quality that you get from that thing, so you're going to put it in, in all your beers because you can't get it from anywhere else. And now we're everywhere instead of just in one one little beer once a year. Do you like stories? Like oh, tr- we're storytellers, man. Well, listen to this story because Charlie always has one locked and loaded for me. Oh, then. yeah. And then we're going to talk about Belgium Brewfest that's coming up tomorrow, Charlie. Tomorrow. I think there's only a couple of tickets left. Tomorrow, but, but you uh, can get them. Can you tell me a story first? Well, um, let me let me think on that. I didn't come with a you didn't come with, with a, a story <laughs> story tonight. So uh, oh my, give good. me give me a few minutes. Would uh, give you a few minutes. Okay, live radio. I'll give you a couple <laughs> of minutes there. It's seven thirty on like six thirty KHOW. <laughs> Do this, Charlie. Talk about tomorrow and what people can see for the festivities. Yeah, well, the Belgian Brew Fest is uh, something we do every year. This will be the third annual, and it really is a celebration of Belgian-style beer. So we're really excited this year. We've got two guest breweries. One is Omegong out of uh, Cooperstown, New York, a fantastic Belgian-style brewery. And then we've got Duvel out of Belgium, which is one of the best beers in the world, in my opinion. Have you ever been there? I have not been to Duvel, although we will be seeing it uh, in two weeks when we take our uh, tour of Belgium. Folks, that's the stud that Charlie is. Charlie's like, listen, I'm not going to Duvel. They're coming to me. When okay. was the last time you were in Belgium? I was in Belgium about three years ago. Yeah, but give it some time. Give me a story. <laughs> okay, well, um, uh, one story that I can tell of Belgium is going going in and deciding one night I was going to try to taste all the quadruples at this oh. particular <laughs> bar. Yes. Now, a quadruple will be anywhere from, you know, 9 to 13% alcohol, so... This is a pretty ambitious project, and they don't so much do little tasters over there. So I had to get, you know, a larger glass, and uh, uh, I made it. I made it into all of them. I don't. I don't think I finished all of them, 
and I can definitely remember um, kind of rolling down the hill to my hotel afterwards. <laughs> it sounds like me and my first night in Las Vegas, and I booked a week trip. But the first night, the second night, I wanted to go home. Did you want to go home or just keep continuing? No, no, I just wanted to recover, have some coffee the next morning, and start over. Belgium Brewfest, can you get tickets at the door? You can get tickets at the door. You can get them uh, online right now. I think they're actually a little little cheaper if you get them in advance, but uh, they're still available online at our website, brewsbeers.com. So, B-R-U-Z, beers.com. And, um, and where are you located, Charlie? We're at 67th and Pecos, and that's where the festival will be. You can't miss it. Uh, if you come up there tomorrow, you'll see uh, lots of tents set up, lots of uh, uh, great. Uh, we have a dozen Denver breweries that brew Belgian-style beers, and we are just really excited. This Is there a website I can go check all this out? It's called uh, BelgianBrewFest.com. Nice. And um, the party doesn't end when the Brewfest does because it's adjacent to Brews Beers. So live music, food trucks. Brews beers, delicious beers, none better. Yep. Charlie Gott and Kenny. I hope to see a collaboration here. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're already talking about it, cool. so uh, we, we will be using some Troubadour malt. Yeah. Uh, Troubadour malt and uh, Christopher Schooley. Man, thank you so much. Yeah, Whiskey Sisters, as yeah. always. It's good to see you guys. Oh, thank I you. love you guys. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. We're going to do distilling, and uh, On Point Distillery is coming up next, and David Snyder and Stephanie Snyder. They're on deck, and we're going to learn about these delicious hyper-local spirits next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalita's Tortillas. Rockalita's, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey everyone, it's Colleen Ferreira with the Colorado Chefs Association. Are you ready to put your passion to work? Well, we train the future chefs of Colorado, and we want you to join us. The Colorado Chefs Association is recruiting for our fall semester right now. Join our American Culinary Federation accredited cooking program. Work in a professional kitchen and get paid all while earning your sous chef certification. Email me at colleen at acfcoloradochefs.org. I'd love to hear from you. Join our excitement and explore a new future. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multigrain bread with rosemary, mayo, and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items, the Paleo Bowl. With house-smoked pork, wood oven roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant, offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers, with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? 
thegoodsrestaurant.com. Hi, everybody. This is Chef Carrie Barrett from Bardo here in Denver. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That sounds good. <laughs> and you are listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, back at it. Studio Kitchen, Colorado. The Modern Eater Show continues on the final home stretch right now. We've got a lot of ground to cover, but right now, um, joining the show, On Point Distillery and David Schneider and Stephanie Schneider, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Lex, We're we, so yes, excited to be here. We met you last weekend, Lex. How are Thanks you? Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. And Kevin Galaba, friends and family. He's a, basically, you are friend and family. Um, good to have you here. We're going to do a little bit of talking about spirits and um, distilling and your beautiful place. First of all, who wants to talk about uh, On Point Distillery? I'll, uh, I'll start. Um, we started building about three years ago, and we opened our doors about uh, 11 months ago. Um, we make, uh, in addition to making whiskey, vodka, rum, we produce a variety of uh, flavored spirits. In fact, we're probably best known for our flavored spirits. Really? Okay. They all, uh, they're all very strongly, <clears throat> uh, they're all robust spirits for producing distinctively flavored craft cocktails. So whiskey, vodka, <laughs> rum. Whiskey, vodka, rum. Gotcha. Uh, we've got uh, blackberry vodka, raspberry vodka. Um, both require more than a pound of fruit to make every bottle. Wow, you uh, guys are doing wow. infusions, huh? Uh, there's no added sugar, so there's plenty of room for a liqueur if you're yeah. going to make a, a craft cocktail. Wh- what's the alcohol on those? Uh, 80 proof on both of the uh, berry vodkas. And what about the the liqueurs? What's our proof on those? Uh, well, each one's a little bit different. Um, well, we also make a uh, <coughs> uh, an amaretto liqueur, which is about uh, 60 proof. Um, it's uh, very strongly flavored. Uh, a uh, coffee liqueur, co- uh, Kona Black, which is um, uh, includes uh, coffee from the Big Island of Hawaii. I'm excited to try these. I yeah. got to tell you, I'm sitting over yeah, here looking at all these flavors. And, and while we're trying, tell oh. us what we're trying. But so I want this is the Kona, which he was just talking about. So talk about your tasting room. So the tasting room is in right Lafayette. Right here tonight. Yeah, right here. <laughs> Lafayette. Uh, yep, Lafayette, Old Town, right on South Public Road. Well, she knows what it tastes like, but Kevin, I'll give you some. <laughs> um, and we've been open for almost a year. Uh, it has a huge patio. We're dog-friendly, family-friendly, and it's really become a great staple in the community. We're doing live music on Thursdays. Uh, once the summer hits, which is right around the corner, we are doing food truck Fridays. So lots of great activities. You can come Fantastic. out and uh, enjoy the sun on, and a great cocktail. So, so for, first yeah. taste, this is the oh, coffee Oh, go ahead. One. But um, I do see a problem. Those These of, tasters are way too small. I know, yeah. they're communion you know, cups, right? Those of you that like I saw the, you guys blessing the water earlier. So. <laughs> those of you that like the uh, Van Gogh espresso one, and but you want to support oh. good and hyper-local yes. This is so much better, Just eliminate though. that from your life. Yes. You don't need that. Go ahead and get this because this is delicious, and Thank I want to make a martini with it yes. right now. Uh, this actually just won the gold at the Denver International Spirit Competition. Show so we are so excited. We just That's ordered fantastic. some of those like fancy stickers for the bottle. That's, congratulations. <laughs> That's Thanks. great. That's I huge. love to hear that. Uh, so whiskey as well. Are, have you aged it yet? Is it to fruition? Uh, or are you uh, waiting It's to... sitting in barrels, so uh, you'll you. have to wait a little while. <laughs> All right. You're not so, doing a blend or anything else to subsidize that or selling white whiskey in the name of no, it? It's a tough business, there's, there's man. No, there's no white whiskey at the moment, uh, <laughs> what keeps the doors open is uh, are, are, are the flavored spirits. Yeah, good for you yeah. guys. Because you know what? When that whiskey hits, 
it's going to be a free for all. Yeah, Let's have a launch excited. party here. Yeah. Let's do it right yes, here. That's yeah. fantastic. Whose dream was this? You two. David? Uh, well, it was kind of a. Uh, the family kind of came came together to do it. Um, we we all used to work in the pharmaceutical industry. I used to be in R and D. Um, Stephanie uh, used to be in marketing and sales, uh, and we're all kind of burnt out from that industry. So we decided to come to come so together. So David had more family. money than he knew what to do with, <laughs> and he wanted to drain it into a project to the where you actually sit here. for three years and you hemorrhage money. I I mean I get it and I watch. Well, that's the tasting room, really. We put a lot of time and effort to create a great environment, and that's sustaining us while we build that's the so cool. product that we want. And you know what? You're on to something because a lot of times, here's the conundrum. You have to, if you have a tasting room, you have to have your own products. You can't go outside and you can't get, so you guys have a one-up on anybody because here's all these great mixers to be able yeah. to make delicious drinks with, and already I'm just wanting to get up there immediately and do that. Well, we'll thought out business plan, and as a seasoned pro from uh, friends and family and Kevin Galaba, where you have a new product tonight, at first blush, you emailed back and forth. What do you got for us, my friend? Well, I'm really lucky to work with uh, another wonderful local distillery, Hyper Local. Love what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. This coffee Thank liqueur you. is phenomenal, by the way. Um, I'm going to make a uh, quick Moscow mule. And this is a one-stop shop mule mix here. It's got your alcohol in there, your ginger, and your lime as well. So First of all, can I pause? Whoa, How whoa, whoa. cool is it to hear someone else talk about your spirits? Amazing. That's really fun, isn't it? Yeah. Another bartender, because that's the name of the game. That's what you want to play with. That's the accounts that you want to get, and you want that really that groundswell, that word of mouth. And Kevin, Absolutely. just continue. Yeah, and so they were telling me they serve these in real high volume at the distillery, so I'm sure that this is a real easy and quick way to do this. So we're going to do three quarters of an ounce of this. This is a high proof spirit here as well, so we'll only need three, three quarters ounce of is that. Is it 180? It's 170 proof. Oh, well, oh, no, I take that back. You're right. It is 180 proof. <laughs> did, I, uh, did I see no, 170 this? Proof. Did I see this on Facebook today? It was like coming to Denver. Is this something? I think I saw this today. You guys are doing a great this job. This is great for uh, bars and restaurants because it cuts down on the time, the waste, and the cost for them. So, I'll, you know, it's great for us in the tasting room, but really a lot of the bars and restaurants in the area. Lex is our brand manager, and she's really uh, worked to build the relationship with those customers. We met her at a Brucey's. Yes, exactly. See? She's out there working. <laughs> I'm telling you, if she's turning in her daily her log, she was at a Brucey's. <laughs> I can testify to that one. I don't know what you, you got to try this, Greg. This is uh, really, hard really, really neat. Everybody. I got to tell you, it's very ginger forward. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's crisp, refreshing, something for the summer right now here in the Rocky Mountain. It's, that'd be a go-to. But yeah, completely wouldn't it be? at 170. Wow, how many of these could I have? But 14, maybe? Well, you, you only get a three-quarter ounce pour, so it's the equivalent of 1.6 ounces of regular vodka. That's delicious. I'll keep that real <laughs> yeah. close to me. Patio pounder. Don't pass that on. Okay, next. Uh, and I hear they just opened up a patio at the distillery, too. Uh, we've had the patio, but it's it's coming to that season, right? So we're going to do a big uh, patio grand opening party uh, along with our anniversary party, our one-year anniversary, um, May 31st and June 1st. Music all weekend, food trucks, it's going to be a blast. Let me ask, David said this is a family business. Tell me more of the, more of the family members. Uh, my father's a mechanical engineer. He's the one who, is, who uh, designed and, um, all, of the, all of the equipment and stills. Um, 
I have a background in chemistry, so I'm the one that uses all of the equipment. Stephanie does uh, marketing and sales. My brother's also in marketing and sales. And okay. his mom keeps the books yeah, clean keeps and keeps us in check. I can't <laughs> wait to taste your whiskey. Yeah. Let's I make really a cocktail. Exciting. Yeah, so this one he's making uh, features our amaretto and our raspberry vodka. This is one that you could easily make at home. Uh, it's both of those plus cranberry juice and orange juice. And the cool thing about, one of the cool things we did is we put all of our recipes on our website. Because how many times you go and buy a bottle of something different and get home and don't really know what to do with it? Yep. So any of the cocktails that we make in the tasting room, you can make at home. Oh, that's all right, awesome. Let's yeah. go down the line. As you finish, do, do you have something to say about this cocktail, Kevin? Well, I'll give you the recipe. It's an uh, ounce and a half of the amaretto, uh, half ounce of the raspberry vodka, half ounce of orange juice, and half ounce of cranberry. I'm going to shake that and put that into a cocktail glass with an orange wedge garnish. I and that's that similar sound. to another. There, there, I know there's something similar there. I mean, come on now. It's that's a summer drink if I ever heard one. It is refreshing for sure. Oh, Especially looks, having all this amazing food tonight. This was a great compliment. Would egg white be good in that? Or no? Yes. On the top there, yeah. <laughs> and you know just what, just, I got to tell you, watching Kevin pour a drink, he's great. He's a pro, man. He is it's a pro. Lo I love to have him around and folks. If you are in the industry, go check out Friends and Family Facebook page because it really means a lot what Kevin is doing. I'm Thank going you. first on this I'm one. Oh, really? <laughs> now? Okay, oh, look at him. Brian he, he got in there. He's I want to do this. <laughs> so I want to take 30 seconds. We're going to give 10 apiece. Just like two thoughts on why you should come visit your distillery. Go ahead, Lex. Um, we're amazing. We have some of the best craft cocktails in the market right now. I'm, I'm really confident with that. We're doing a lot of fun stuff. We're very family-oriented. Um, yeah, we should just come up and give us a try. Come have a good time. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so for locals, that's it's definitely the spot to be coming into summer with our amazing patio. And we have a new menu that's launching in a couple weeks, so that'll be fun. But for all the bars and restaurants out there who are interested, we will come actually to you. Uh, so and it'll be this you. one right here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> wait. If, if, if you're coming out to me, I've got a, I've got a jacuzzi. I'd like to fill it <laughs> yes. with this right here. And I'd like to have that's about a, a hundred of my friends come over with a straw and, are we and we'll just have a good old time. Yes. yes. All right, yes. You had more you than started the party. What are you talking about? Yeah. Think, David. Our, uh, our products are unique. You're simply not going to find them elsewhere. They cannot be easily substituted by uh, any commercial, any other commercial products. Wow. Mic drop right yes, there, David. Yes. Man, I love you guys. You oh, did such a great job tonight. <laughs> I learned a new thing. It's, it was called like a, uh, Bro cinnamon roll or something. <laughs> Put, can, give me I'm not a bro, yeah, but... <laughs> bring your hand in here. Oh, like, everybody. Just, just circle that oh, in everybody. there. There you go. We got a bro oh, roll. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty cool, uh, uh, man. Thank awesome. you guys so Thank much. Thank you very much um, for having us. It was a hello. blast. A cool, cool on-point distillery and go visit them. Uh, Lafayette, Colorado, and seems to be a lot of people. Yeah, there's a hot spot there tonight in Lafayette, Colorado. You should check it out, folks. Are you ready for Gold Spot Brewing Company? I'm ready. All right, they're I'm coming ready. up next. All right, why not? I am ready. Kevin, you want to stick around for that? All right, why not? <laughs> Kevin's uh, going to stick around, and we're going to come up next with Gold Spot uh, Brewing Company, and uh, Calissa Hyber, she'll be up next right here. Uh, Booze and News is next on the Modern Eater Show. On Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, 
themoderneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Bleu trained chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. You know it. Booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. And the Modern Eater Show continues right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. A lively crowd here in the kitchen here tonight. And uh, food and beverage, Brian. You know what? Yeah, you know what's crazy is, call me crazy, but I like it when actually our crowds are a little small. And they're, I mean, they're not small tonight. We still got, you, mean you know, manageable? 25. Yes. Intimate. I mean, I love this when we, when everyone in the room feels like they are a part of this show. They get to talk with every chef. They get to talk with all the bartenders, all the distillers, all these awesome brewers, all the people we have in this place. The only thing I could wish for is more farmers. But I know they're busy right now. We don't want to be bugging our local Colorado farmers because they're out there. We'll be bugging them soon. Them. With yeah, we will be on our road trip. 2019, coming right at you. Next, uh, not next, not May. Uh, no, we are right at the tail end of May, right? You, you, nah, you want to push it up. I, You're going to have to talk to Jay about that. Uh-oh. He's already got that week off, and you throw a curveball. Oh, if he's got the week off, we should drag him out with us. Do I, do I need Come to on, uh, fire off a text to the um, where I bartend? Hey, why don't you guys do where the you, show? Where you uh, uh, that was like the most awkward two cents of like, <laughs> hey, you want to talk on the radio? Yeah, let's make it weird. There you yeah. go. All right, do this. <laughs> hey, Jay, why don't you do this setup? Because she was here early in the week, and when she came in, um, she gave you a big high five, and Calissa Hyber is here with us from Gold Spot, or Gold Spot Brewing Company. You guys know each other, or uh, just, just hit she, it off she, right she, off the bat? She was on the Modern Eater show back in the iHeart Studios uh, once upon a time, so it's going. How back. long ago was that? Uh, last year. Last nice. year. So was uh, I around yet? Uh, no. So it was before me, which yeah. is actually a year and three months, because my first day was November with these guys. Right around Thanksgiving, and boy, was I the turkey forever. I will <laughs> continue to be the turkey. So as we jump around microphones, uh, first of all, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Uh, Beercraft, you were here earlier in the week. That was um, a really cool show. 
I learned a lot from that show. Did you watch it? Do you watch Beer Craft? Uh, you mean on Wednesdays yeah. with our good friends? It was Monday. Well, but, uh, okay, <laughs> or Monday. Yeah, you know, then I wasn't. I wasn't on it then. I wasn't. Christopher Schooley, he's going to continue with us as well, and uh, Troubadour Malting. But, um, Kalissa, talk about Gold Spot Brewing Company for those that haven't tuned in for a while and they want to know more. Absolutely. So we're um, located in Berkeley neighborhood on 49th and Lowell. Um, we just celebrated our four-year this last February. Um, I've been the brewer there for a little over three years, um, and we, me and two other people recently bought the place. Um, so we're kind of kind of treat the vibe the same. We're really community focused. We're a seven barrel brew house. Um, I brought a bunch of different beers today. We try to release a new beer about every week. We change it up all the time. Um, wow. We try to do a lot of um, you know donation work. We always have one of those on tap at all times. And we just do some really fun stuff. Where does that come wow. from? I that mean, was, obviously, that was huge, Greg. Yeah, yeah, because you get a lot of brewers that come in, and she's talking about, well, first of all, we're changing up our beers. For those people that say, I've got these dedicated tab lines, these are our flagship beers, we don't change up much. What, what Creativity and changing it up, what, why is that in your DNA? Well, you know, I it just makes it more interesting for me. Um, <clears throat> you know, I work about six to seven days a week, and I don't want to brew the same beer all the time. Um, you know, we have three beers that I try to always keep, um, a Kolsch, our house IPA, which is a West Coast IPA, and a Red IPA. Um, other than that, we'll have some seasonals that we do about every year, Lavender Honey Stout. Um, always have a rotating seasonal saison. Um but other than that, we kind of just like to, I'm trying to experiment, I'm trying to learn, um, and we do a lot of collaboration. Since we do change up our menu so often, we can kind of host people um, if they don't have the time to do a lager or they don't want to do some weird Brett stuff in their location. I'm like, hey, <laughs> come over Brett. here. Talk about yeah. your tap room. Yeah, so we, um, it's a, a smaller tap room. It's a really gorgeous older building. Um, we're in North Denver, and it's a kind of more like old school spot part of town. So we got some gorgeous brick, um, huge community tables. So we're always trying to do a lot of like cool community things. Um, we're doing a Hearts card game meetup tournament here pretty soon, which. Wait, say that again. Hearts. The, it's a Midwest game. Uh -huh. um, so I really just need some people to play with me. So yeah, we're like. <laughs> what, what, what can I, I'll show up for any game. Absolutely. I love games. <laughs> can you describe it to me? So. So um, it's going to be on May 14th at it's 7 p.m. Is Hearts. that what you said? Oh, I played that in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about oh, now. Oh, that's a cell block game. Yeah. Hearts. You, play, you played for uh, cigarettes. All right. Yes. If, if, if I could gamble it, that could be my side hustle. I'm pretty good at that. Are you pretty good at that? I am pretty good. You know, and we, we joke around, obviously, but games, and it's about if you're going to be a good brewery, your neighborhood has to embrace you. Oh, my gosh. We're community. Yeah. Remember, we started this. This is what this show's Berkeley all about, neighborhood. Man. So, I mean, yeah. talk about your folks that come see you there. Yeah. So, you know, we have a really close connections with Regis. Um, I teach part of the brewing program over at Regis as well. Um, so, a lot of them live in the neighborhood. So, we have just a really great relationship with them. They do a lot of cool certificate programs. So, we got a lot of people there. You know, the neighborhood has changed a lot over the years. But I think we have pretty much a – if you drink beer, we have about 100% retention rate with people in that neighborhood. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're definitely trying to get our name out there a little bit more because you can't just survive on only your neighborhood. Sure. Um, and But we just try to, you know, really highly train staff on beer, um, really just trying to make really cool beers. I do a bunch of, like, 
fun ingredients, you know, pineapples, peaches, and stuff. But it's always got to be a beer first. Try to be really nice. Yeah, and, and Calissa, you've got like uh, I just put six different flavors on the Ray, table can tonight. Can we show them? Come on now, you. I mean, you're bringing it to the neighborhood. Yeah. You're giving them the, the spice of life. What? Which one? Variety would you like all the with time. A, with a minute left, which one do you want to show us? Um, you know, I I would say the pineapple pale. I wanted you to say yeah. that. Oh, Let's crack that just, okay. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Pineapple pale. So while Let's while we're cracking that open, and and thank you very much, uh, Kevin and Christopher, for being here. But right now it's Calissa time. Um, talk about this, but talk about some events that we may be able to go see. Yeah, absolutely. So we're also going to be at the Belgian uh, Beer Fest um, this tomorrow, which there's still about 50 tickets left for that. We're bringing a Belgian Double, the White Peach Saison, and a few specialty crawlers. Um, we'll be at the Big Wonderful May 4th and 5th. Um, and we're just, you know, definitely coming to the tap room. Um, I was bartending on Wednesdays, if you ever want to pick my brain on stuff. Um, but, yeah. Let's go jump around. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, well, I want to try this coconut porter, too, absolutely. because holy smokes, look at these flavors. I mean, where, where are you? Who's the originator? Where is the these crazy behind my, this? Yeah, these are all my original recipes. Um, you know, I, what's great, even when I wasn't the owner, I had free reign in the brew house. So I'm just trying to have fun with it, but really make balancing. So it's got to be a porter first with coconut. Like I got the 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Gold Spot Brewing. Great Company. job. Go great see job. Them. This is and awesome. Calissa Heimberg. She's so great. We'll see you next time right here from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show.